0: All right. Good evening, everyone. All right. So we're gonna um, get into uh, subtopic. Subtopic today is uh, the once saved question. The once saved question. And uh, <clears throat> this particular lesson, of course, will challenge us uh, to challenge us not to be casual with our with our communion with God. Um, it'll also uh, will also be challenged to not to be casual with our evangelism, sharing the gospel with other folk. You know, to challenge us not to be casual with our communion or our evangelism, um, because because this is the thing. You know, we we're as Christians. You know, we want to we want every you know we want to share the gospel obviously but realize this you can't save others you can't uh repent for others you can't love god for others everyone has a choice you know that's that's the tough thing about this life like so you could you, you know you could hover around people and not share whether it's you know whether it's friends at school whether it's family or different people but realize it's a uh, it's 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 pretty pretty much a dangerous thing to allow people not to receive the gospel. <clears throat> all right, so let's start here with Hebrews two. Again, we're talking about the once saved question. Please take notes. You're gonna have a lot of notes. A lot of scripture. And I already right, know we're not getting to all this today. Um, this has been a uh, taught it before, but this is this is an exhaustive study for me, so a lot of scripture. You'd be surprised how much the scripture talks about the once saved question. <laughs> All right, so Hebrews twelve and we're going uh, Hebrews two and we'll start here verses one through three. Hebrews two we'll start with one through three it says a uh, god who at sundry times and in divers manners or different manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person uh, reading the wrong thing I was reading Hebrews 1 (laughs) it's on the road too all right so Hebrews 2 you know always challenge them to get information Hebrews 2 I just read the wrong thing (laughs) sorry about that y'all all All right so again let's start here verse 1 Hebrews 2 verse 1 it says therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard we ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, Less at any time we should let them slip. That's why I told the young gentleman to take notes. You know, like I, me and my wife are like this. We'll be driving and doing different things, and uh, something to come up. Uh, you know, if I'm driving, I'm like, "Babe, put that, put that. Send me a text. Put that in my phone. Uh, take my phone. Put it in my notes, cause I don't want it to slip." You know, or if I hear something, I, I don't want it to slip. Or if I'm meditating, I don't want it to slip you know and and the thing is you don't you don't grow you don't learn you don't even advance in school by just sitting in class you just take notes you're there you, hey your mom brought you to church get something out of it you're going to need it all right so same thing with all of us like you should challenge yourself uh you know and it's not the, you know it's not a a pastor keith preference thing the bible says study to show thyself approved rightly divide the word of truth of the word of truth. It also says uh, uh, they searched the scriptures to see if it was so. Well, you can't search the scriptures if you don't write down the scriptures. So it's not my personal opinion. It's, it's, it's really something that we should all challenge ourselves to do. All right, because we don't want things to slip, right? It says that we should let them slip, verse 1. Hebrews 2, 2, it says, for if the the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedient received a just rec- recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? So it's saying, that, you know, before we had all these different prophets and, and preachers and teachers, you know, people had to get impartation by angels. So imagine the sanctification you had to be you had to set yourself apart to have somebody uh be, you know, supernatural come to the deposit the word to you. You're like, yeah, you probably you run around town, guess what? i I got some scripture. I got one scripture today. We can add that to the book, right? This saying like we look, we have the word, we have the Bible, we have it uh broken down, but even though uh, maybe it wasn't as as available back then they still received a uh a, a consequence if they didn't live out that word it says how shall we <laughs> who have more access if we neglect our salvation okay so lacking the word some things could slip right especially our salvation but let's just keep going here right um Hebrews 6. Let's go to Hebrews 6. Now, I'm going to read 4 through 6, but I'm going to read it through the Amplified. Hebrews 6, 4 through 6 through the Amplified. It reads this. It says, For it is impossible to restore to repentance those who have once been enlightened spiritually, who have lasted oh, who, I'm sorry, who have tasted and consciously experienced the heavenly gift and shared in the Holy Spirit. We talk about indwelling, infilling, all types of stuff, and have uh, and have tasted and constantly experienced the good word of God and the powers powers of the age world to come, and then have fallen away. So we've experienced the the uh, salvation of God the impact of God the relationship with Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit and it says have fallen away it is impossible to bring them back again to repentance since they again nailed the son of God on the cross for as far as they are concerned they are treating the death of Christ as if it were not as if they were not saved by it and are holding him up again in public disgrace See, so this is the point. Him crucifying himself is one thing, but you crucifying him, nailing him back on that cross. That's when when we neglect salvation or we take it lightly. That's what we're doing. We take it for granted. Uh, uh, Resurrection Sunday is coming up. So, you know, we always talk about the resurrected life. Are we living a life that shows the value of the life that was given for us? Christ gave his life for us to live a certain life Are we living that life like the, Okay uh, we talk about We'll talk about this coming up The life we're living now That Christ had to die for it That's the point If you're not living a life That he died for You basically just nail him back on the cross Right That's just, just something to think about So this, 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 this Nailing him back on a cross Or this Um Neglecting salvation we're talking about This isn't sin slips For this conversation We're not talking about sin slips You know uh, We're talking about sin leaps uh, Here we go We're talking about sin baptism Baptism means what? To be submerged right? Yeah we know that around here right? So submerged in sin That's a little different Than uh slip you know, I slipped. I mean, I'm 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 trying to live a sanctified, righteous life, and I slipped. I'm, I'm not even thinking about sin, and I slipped. I slipped and told a, a a lie. You know, you know, like somebody told a lie this week. You know, ah, that ain't right. And then repent. You know, that's different than I'm about to go lie. You <laughs> you got me covered, right? Right. So 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 that's premeditated. I'm about to go watch this, you know. <laughs> then I'm gonna ask for forgiveness. Premeditated, right? That's that's jumping in. There ain't no slip, right. right? When you when you go out here and it's, it's slippery outside and it's ice outside, you ain't going. I'm about to go outside and bust my behind so that I can go to the hospital. That's not what you're trying to do, is it? Are you? You're going. You're trying to walk gingerly and carefully. All of a sudden, boom! You slip. You yeah, right? Right? So that's not something that you were. Premeditating, expecting to do that's something you did while you were trying to maintain your balance, right? All right okay, good, good, good. Just make sure we are on the same page here. I right, so see, see again, when we take that 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 uh cross that that life on the cross for granted, we've mis- misappropriated the blood sacrifice, the payment. See, it was a payment for sin, we didn't use that payment for the sin. So there's no payment left. That's what the scripture says. The price already was paid. So, so you have a gambling debt. Somebody paid you the money to pay off the debt. You don't pay off the debt. So, so if they said it's going to break your arms. Your arms still getting broke. Because <laughs> the money. You already used up the money. Right? Right? The payment for sin is death. He paid the price not for you to go back into sin. And then go, hey, hey, I need you to make another payment. Get back up on that cross and have somebody nail, uh, take some spikes through your arms and your, and your ankles, right? All right, all right, so, so walk, walk with me through this, all right? First Timothy 4, First Timothy 4. And again, as the, you know, people that think once saved always say, hey, they're not tripping. They just haven't studied. And a lot of times people have a study Not because they're lazy Some, some folk are lazy, they don't read the Bible Some people have a study because they don't want to know <laughs> I don't want the answer And then if I don't have the answer Then I can always tell myself Well, you know, I'm in I got my guarantee, right? So 1 uh, Timothy 4, 1 Is that the right scripture? Maybe it's not Hold on one second Huh? Now, what in the world? Oh, it is. It is. It's the right scripture. It just looked different. All right. All right. So first, first Timothy four one. It says, "Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith." Look, giving heed to seducing spirits of doctrines and of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, right? So some look, it's saying some will depart from the faith. Right? Didn't it say that? I right, so here we have we have Hebrews 2, 1 through 3 says you can neglect your salvation, right? You know, that might not be all that specific, but at least it's, it's, it's saying, wow, you know, we, we can really mess this thing up. Then Hebrews 6 uh, broke down to us. Once you have, have uh, basically turned your back on that gift, there's no more repentance of sin. Hebrews 6, 4 through 6, right? And so we said it's one thing for him to crucify himself. It's another thing for us to crucify, right? Just walking through this. And we said it's not sin slips here we're talking about. We're talking about leaping into sin or the baptism of sin right? Misappropriating the blood sacrifice or so the payment for sin, right? The payment of sin is death, right? Which we'll get into. So then here you have First Timothy four one says, in latter times, some shall depart from the faith. <laughs> in latter times, some shall depart from the faith. Now let's go here to Jude 5. Jude 5. Again, just like it says in the book of Acts, you know, take these scriptures down, go home and search the scriptures to see if it's so. You know, you know, back in uh in 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 back in the day well it's happening now too, you know, people got uh got caught up in cults and stuff like that because what happens is, you know, a person just be reading to them, they just be sitting there, <laughs> taking their word for it. Yeah, you know, I don't know what 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 if any they ain't researching it, they ain't searching it, they're not rightly dividing it, they're just taking a person's word for it. So we can't do that at heirs. Uh uh the pastors here, our philosophy is if you if you can't study it out, we're not teaching it. All right? All right, so Jude five and I'm sorry, Jude, which is one book, and we'll start here at verse five. You just looking for Jude chapter five. That was my fault. I apologize. (laughs) All right. It says, look, look, verse five. Uh, I don't know. I might have another version of this. Hold on. I think I have another. Let me give you, I believe I have to amplify it again. Uh, So five through eight. It says, now I want to remind you. Although you are fully informed once and for all That the Lord after saving a people out of the land of Egypt Subsequently destroyed those who did not believe So after he had saved them Now think about this It's saying that God went through all those plagues And trouble to save the children of Israel at Egypt Right Look at I mean he didn't just It wasn't simple It says but after he got them out Those that went in that wilderness and didn't believe Him." They, they, they didn't get to see the promised land. You study it out, <laughs> right? So, 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 so it's not just him wanting to save you. It's you attaching your belief to it, right? Uh, it says, uh, once and for all, saving the people out of the land of Egypt. It says, subsequently, he destroyed those who did not believe, who refused to trust and obey and rely on him. And angels who did not keep their own designation, designated place of power But abandoned their proper dwelling place, these he kept in eternal change under the thick gloom of utter darkness for judgment of that great day. So even the angels that didn't believe, they're looking forward to burning in fire, right? Verse 7. It says, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the Uh, adjacent cities since they in the same way as these angels indulged in gross immoral freedom and unnatural vice and sensual perversity they are uh, exhibited in plain sight as an example in undergoing the punishment of everlasting fire. Verse 8 nevertheless in the same way I'm reading Amplified I think it's Amplified or NLT Uh, nevertheless in the same way these dreamers who are dreaming that God will not punish them. Also defile the body and reject legitimate authority and revile and mock angelic majesties. So here you got people just losing their minds figuring I'm all good. Yeah, I'm all good. I got my insurance. You know what I'm saying? Like Ain't nothing going to happen to me. Or or as my wife was teaching in evangelism class, she was teaching how, she's going through the Ten Commandments, was just teaching how people have a line where they always say, my God wouldn't do that. And my wife says, yeah, your God wouldn't, but what does the God would do? So in other words, we create our own God to justify our behaviors. So we're going back in the Garden of Eden. We're, We're reasoning. now we're operating from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of reason. We're coming up with justifications to stay out of sanctification, holiness, and communion with God, and that's not fair to God. You know, He, he put in a lot of work for us to uh, get back into His presence, and He gave up the most important thing in His life was His Son, so we can have fellowship with Him. So we shouldn't um, take that for granted, right? Let's go to Romans one. Romans one. Again, we're we're talking about. You know, of course, we have to ba- uh, back to the basis class, but we're talking about the once-saved question, the once-saved question. So Romans 1, and again, this is not for condemnation. It may be conviction. It may challenge us to um, not be casual in our communion with God. It should challenge us not to be casual in evangelizing the people around us. We say we love people. Uh, After this teaching, I think we'll start talking to people about the gospel. Unless we don't care about people. And I think everybody here does. So Romans 1.17, familiar scripture here at the church. It says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So it's not faith moments. It's a faith life, right? We've learned that here at Ayers Christian Center Church. So now he, he sets us up by talking to us about the faith life. Then he starts to go into something that's very contrary to living the faith life again, not faith moments. So even at salvation, when I'm at the altar, it's a moment where I attach my faith and believe, but it's not, but it's not over. Like, I don't have to just, you know, put my faith uh, in escrow at that point. You know, now I have to use that same faith to be a disciple. I have to use the same faith to be baptized. Uh that old man going down in that water and new man rise. I have to use that same faith to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I have to use that same faith to be a witness, right? So it's not just over at the altar. All right, so here and then we, we verse eighteen it says, uh For the wrath of God. Now here, this is the New Testament. A lot of times we, yeah, yeah, wrath. That's that's the Old Testament. Here it says, "For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. How much? All, okay, and all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who the Lord, who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Basically, they're 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 suppressing or hiding truth and, 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 and covering it up with unrighteousness, trying to justify unrighteousness, right? It says, the wrath of God is revealed to what? All ungodliness and unrighteousness, verse 19. He says, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them for God has, uh, uh, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from creation from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and his Godhead, so that they are without excuse so we're saying that we're all without excuse because God is revealing things to us if we just pay attention through I mean if you you know we were having a conversation with the youth about uh, the other about the Trinity. And so, so I gave him some examples. So I said, okay, so when you, we look right outside right now, well, I don't know if the sun is still out, but if you see the sun, we just say sun, right? But the sun has heat coming from it, doesn't it? It has light coming from it. So, but we, we don't go sun, heat, light. We just say sun, right? Yeah, but the sun would be parallel to God, right? That light would be parallel to Jesus. The heat would be the Holy Spirit, right? We can use a practical, uh, we can use, this iPad is made by Apple. You look on TV, you see the Apple. All you say is Apple. But there's somebody that, there's people that run Apple. And there's someone that makes the iPad. So God would be Apple. The people that run it would be Jesus. And whoever makes the iPad would be the Holy Spirit. So we can see so many different parallels of the creation of God Honestly we think we have this camera right here or, or you know we have cameras On our phones and stuff like we think that Man is so genius Man is trying to catch up to God Because you take pictures all the time with your eyes You take pictures all the time with your eyes Your eyes look, look, The camera has a lens That opens and closes Just like your eyes do Your eyes take a picture and it stores it In the cloud of your imagination Right so, so so mankind is just catching up. It's just catching up. Uh, you know, God spoke things into existence. Right now, so, so everything moved on his, the sound of his voice. Well, we, do, we operate off of that right now. right? It's called voice activation. 26 syllables and 40 voice patterns. When you, when you start to speak, whatever that system is, it's been designed to hear the 40 voice patterns, 26 syllables, and formulate words and move based on sound. Right? But that's Genesis 1. God said, let there be light. God said. So again, the things are, I just want to give you some examples of how things are clearly seen by the things he created. Right? And then it says, the visible things, the power here is, all right, so verse 21. It says, because that when they knew, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful. This is the key. When they knew God, they didn't glorify him as God, the reverence. Neither were they thankful, appreciative, but became vain in their imaginations and their, and their foolish heart was darkened. So if you start getting caught up in the self and taking God for granted. That's what happens to you, right? When you don't think it takes all that. When you don't think the detail of reverence, When you when you reduce it to legalism, but you do... You you detail, make sure nobody don't get all your count numbers. You detail to make sure nobody knows that you got a jagged tooth. You detail to make sure nobody can see all your pimples and blemishes. Like you got, you keep all that stuff covered. You so detail, we detail in how we flow all the time, but we don't walk around having conversations with ourselves. Man, that's legalism, man. Why you got to wear your glasses like that? I don't think that's important. Man, well, you know, I just think we should wear the glasses like that because people are going to think we goofy. Well, I just think that's legal. I'm not doing it. Well, we don't be having that conversation with ourselves. But when it comes to the kingdom, any detail, instead of looking at it as excellence and opportunity to stay holy in the presence of God and do nothing to taint your flow with God, we 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 dumb that down to legalism. Or I think that it doesn't take all that. Why, well, oh, mom, we gotta go to church. Oh, we gotta go to church. We gotta be at church. We gotta hear from God. But when you meet that girl, when you meet that girl, you 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 breaking your back to do stuff stuff you would never do. Well, mom, mom, you embarrassing me. You fellas gonna see me in church. You know. Yeah. Well, the girl's embarrassing you all the time because I'm a guy. They have, they have us doing stuff we would never do in a thousand years. I don't care what level you're at. Fifty-something years old, man of God, my wife still come up with stuff I would never in a thousand years think of doing myself. And guess what? I do it. Right? <laughs> All right think about it. Just think about it. Like, like we compartmentalize what we, we what we don't want to do. But we don't realize we're doing it all the time. We've just, instead of taking the energy and moving it for seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, it's the depend- See, if we're vain in our imaginations, we're using energy. We're just using it for ourselves. We're worshiping ourselves. In some cases, we're worshiping our kids. In some cases, we worship in our jobs. We worship in something. In some cases, we worship in that girl. Some cases, we worship in those, those videos we watch it, Right? Some cases we worship in money, we worship in shopping, we're, we're using worship. God's saying, could, could, could we use it for what it was designed for? Because none of the other stuff you're worshiping is going to pour glory on you. It's going to fill you up with power, right? All right, so just, just just something to think about, right? I said we, right? I did say we, right? Okay, good. All right, so, you know, because I've been guilty at times, all right, so because he knew not God was glorified God what was that what was the last thing I read to you oh okay verse twenty one right that says so and their foolish heart was darkened verse twenty two it says professing themselves to be wise, they became fools <laughs> it says and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into the image made like to corruptible man see 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 again once once we start professing ourselves or leaning to our own understanding, loving our, hearing our, ourselves things. So our heart discover itself. Like we're not trying to discover God's heart. We're trying to just, yeah, that sounds good to me, right? Proverbs 18, two, right? No, no. Instead of leaning to our own understanding, Proverbs three, but instead of really trying to harmonize with God, you know, we spend a lot of time with what we know, but we don't spend a lot of time with what we don't know. The Bible says God's wisdom is unsearchable. It just, it's just keeps getting deep. So you don't, you don't arrive in your relationship with God. You just keep drinking more and more and more. So you can never get overconfident in God's presence. If you are overconfident, we know you're not in God's presence. Right? What'd you say? Or you stop drinking. Right? Legend in your own mind, as we used to say on the basketball court in New <laughs> Right? I right, so so I've read what did I just read to you? Twenty three? Change unto a Uh no, I read 20, two, 22 right? And change the glory I'm just gonna read twenty three. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into the image made like made like to corruptible man and to birds and four footed beasts and creeping things, you know, back in the day, they making images of owls and all types of things, right? It says, uh, right, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator who was blessed forevermore. And that could be uh, your children, your job, your friends, yourself. All those things which created by God instead of uh, worshiping the creator, right? So here you have, um here you have just shall live by faith and that faith keeps us in communion and connecting with God uh, versus but if we don't retain that knowledge of God we'll lose sight of God and we'll slip you know we'll fall out of fellowship with God and fall out of communion with God see see again our life should reflect what we believe if we believe God our life is a reflection of that communion with God so that's why the scripture says in Matthew 7:13, narrow is the way that leads to life and peace. Broad is the way that leads to destruction, you know, or, or it's going to take you to death. So it's saying like you you, you but cuz and he says not many people go thereby. It's not a lot of people on that path and it's not a lot of people walking around consumed in the presence of God, right? all right so again we're talking about this one save and I wanted to give this uh, uh this passage because oh no 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 I, I, I cheated you didn't I 24. I cheated you my bad I didn't finish I got to finish reading this I'm sorry 24. I read 24 didn't I okay I just skipped over it I'm sorry so wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness <laughs> look he gave them up didn't it say he gave them up he gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts To dishonor their own bodies between themselves So we see people uh, living in perversion or twisted And it's easy for us to go well, see, God just made them that way No, 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 no We have the responsibility to maintain God Maintain our harmony with God And then we change it to his image day by day Second Corinthians 3.18 if we go, if 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 we go outside, I'm gonna read a scripture that says you gotta watch you around, you'll start to soak up what they have in them. So if you see, God, God told the children of Israel, way back in he said, come out from among them. Hey, man, don't go around them. Don't go around them, don't be intimate with them, don't go into them because you're gonna become them. Stay in your communion with me, and you'll fulfill your design your God-given design, you'll be changed into my, the image that I fearfully and wonderfully made before the foundations of the world. So we can get caught up and keep it up and lose sight of who we are and whose we are. So who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and I already said that, right? Let's go to verse 26. It says, for this cause, God gave them up to vile affections for even their women did change their natural use into that which is against nature. It says, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lust, one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, receiving in themselves the recompense of their error, which was me. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, so the more they did something twisted or perverted or wicked, wicked, twisted, right, God is constantly feeding them, whoa, that's not who you are, right? But they didn't want to retain God in their knowledge, right? It says, uh, I man, I'm getting all caught up. Even that one, uh, God, it says, uh, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, verse 28, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And he talks about fornication and maliciousness and backbiters and all the stuff that they ended up becoming. So that's not God's design. That's a corrupt version or perversion of God's design. A twisted version of God's design. So so and then we feel certain ways, you go, Well, God made me No, 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 no. We got we're spirit. We are a spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. Like you have your sexuality, your spirituality, your sexuality, your sensuality, your spirituality. We're supposed to be living by our spirituality. Walk in the spirit, and you should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Not by our sensuality, our feelings, and definitely not by our sexuality. Right? We're supposed to be led by the spirit. that are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. Again, this is not condemnation. If it's conviction, good. Because we gotta, you know, we're going we're going back to the basis because God's trying to pour something on our life. He's like, man, I don't know how nobody can handle it. If I pour, if I pour my glory on your t- corruption, it'll kill you. It'll kill you. So here you're thirsting to be fulfilled. I have what it takes for you to be fulfilled, but I can't give it to you because you're not preparing yourself to handle being fulfilled. All right. Alright, so 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 here here, let's go to Romans 2. Actually, you, uh I do it all the time. I'm, i know my wife does it. Just need to read reading through Romans. You know, I read mean, the whole Bible, but before we're talking about Romans, because people use Paul as their justification for one saved or uh, everything's under grace. But remember we, when we when we went over the uh uh how to interpret the word class? Uh, and the word thirst class, which was similar to how to interpret class, we went over the history, the harmony, and humility. So the so so when you hear something in the Bible, okay, what was going on in that in that custom at that time in the history, like in the context of what was ha- why was it communicated that way, or well, why did he talk about that agriculture, or what was the Romans doing when he talked to Romans? What was their culture, right? Then you have the uh humility uh when i go into the word i'm humbling myself to say there's a whole lot that i don't know i'm going in with an open heart but then there's the harmony i can't just take a scripture and run that and become and create a doctrine or some type of a uh, denomination how does it harmonize with the entire bible you see what i'm saying so so we'll find out some that that uh i don't think people have been trying to be evil but they read something and go okay i'll work with this and a lot of times people stop studying at the point of their comfort. This can endorse what I'm doing, so I ain't going to study too far because I might find out something where well, I got to change, <laughs> right? Right, but, you know, it's it's humbling. It's humbling for me. I'll be reading through the Bible like, ah, you got me again, Lord. All right, so, so Romans 2. Okay, Romans 2, 5. Romans 2, 5. It says, but after... Uh, after the, uh, thy hardness and impotent heart treasures up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of, of righteous judgment of God. Look, look. Righteous judgment of God. Righteous judgment of God. It says, who will render to every man, how many men? Every man according to his deeds. To them who by, who, to them who by patient Continuance in well doing, seek for the glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. Right? So, so some people are through patient continuance are pressing toward the mark of the prize, right? So, they'll be rewarded. It says, uh, uh, verse eight. It says, "But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation, anguish, and upon every soul of man that doeth evil, of the Jew first, and also of the Gentile." So it's saying there's a lot of tribulation and wrath of those that are not obeying. And it says the Jew first because God gave them the information to pass on everybody. They just wore like a badge. Look, I'm chosen. Now you're chosen for you're not just chosen just to be standing there to go, look at me, right? So it says to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, but it says, listen, I'm, you'll read what you sow, basically, Galatians 6, 7, right? It says, but, but glory and honor and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile, right? But there is no respect of persons with God, right? And then uh, this is for as many as has sinned without the law, shall also perish without the law as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law so I'm saying whether you got the law or you're not if you're doing right you're gonna write right to be done by you if you're not then you you'll deal with that also it says for not not the hearers of the law are just before God but the doers of the law shall be justified now this is romans 2 and romans is where which we'll get to the scripture is where everybody talks about paul says great everything's under grace is all good but he just, it, 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 this is romans 2 <laughs> new testament right I right, so so just uh, Romans 3. So he, this is Romans 2. So we have Romans 1 where he breaks down how people can lose their minds. Romans 2, he says, people are going to receive the rewards for their deeds. And so for God, that's not, like, bad. Th- that's not bad. That's, that's almost like saying, uh, like, right now, it's, it's uh, I don't know. Uh, remember back in the Old Testament, they had a, uh, fiery hailstones going down and I go okay if nobody goes outside they ain't getting burnt but if you go outside you're getting burnt if I say you're getting burnt if you go outside that's not a punishment don't go outside right yeah you tell your kids don't touch that socket you're not punishing them you don't want them to get electrocuted that's like a good thing see again we have to get back to understanding that God's laws are not for it's not as much about prevention as they are about protect protection Everything was created for that. Streetlights was created because people were crashing. We think, man, it's slowing me down for work. No, it's not. It's preventing you from being in an accident, right? So we got to change our 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 look. All right. So we have Romans one talked about the rep- reprobate mind. Romans two, he talked about the the payment for your deeds, but he set you up for Romans three. Um. I'm not going to read through all of it, but, it, you know, it talks about all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, uh, verses 9 uh, through like 20 or so. And then here, uh, verse 23 says, for all have sinned. Well, <laughs> it talks about us, you know, have sinned. Then it, it, it actually says it: for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have, past tense, have sinned. It's not saying all are sinning. You know, depending on what 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 culture you're in, you know, because I, I, I work with uh um some campuses, some 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 athletes, and that's all yeah you know, you're all sinners. No, no what? okay. I have scripture for that, so I'm not gonna get into it right now. I right, so then let's go to Romans six. Let's go to Romans six. This is this is the chapter that um again, um whether it's once saved or everybody has this this guarantee just because it came down to the altar Um, I think some of it is how people interpret Romans 6 but really it's like people are confusing atonement with with living righteous because you can't pay for your atonement we know that right that's a gift but that doesn't mean you're not supposed to live righteous (laughs) this is it doesn't make sense, you know. Uh, but people tell you if you live righteous, well, you know, you, you're living righteous, you know, that's just works, You know, you don't have to do that. You're just trying to be uh, 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 bound by the law. No, I love God. and you know, I appreciate what he did for me. And I want to be in communion with God, and I don't want to do nothing to tank that because I love God. If you in a, I'm in a committed relationship with my wife. My wife ain't around all the time. I do stuff to make sure I honor my commitment with my wife because I love my wife. Like, like, not to. I mean, imagine somebody come around, oh, man. See, you just being all in bondage in the law, you know. You know, no, I don't care what you call it. I appreciate my wife, <laughs> right? All right. So, so Romans six it says it says, look, uh, verse one it says, what shall we say then? Now Romans five talks about all the different contrasts. Of uh, Christ and Adam Um, uh, But Romans 6 says what shall we say then Shall we continue in sin That grace may abound The next word says what God forbid (laughs) This is Paul So he was talking about the value of grace in our lives But he said what shall we say then Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound. He said, "God, forbid, God forbid! How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein?" It says, know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death, therefore we are buried with him by the baptism into his death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in the newness of life, not in sin. It says, for we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Right? And then if you drop down here to verse fifteen, verse 14, it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, that you are not under the law, but under grace, right? So this is so so now again it's saying you're not under the law, but under grace, meaning almost look at it as almost like this uh big boulder. Because of Christ, that boulder is not weighing you down now, (laughs) right? So, so you don't like, because when that boulder is weighing you down, you felt like you had no choice. I just have to have, I just got to sin. I ain't got no choice in the matter. Yeah. But the scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Walk in the spirit. You should not feel the lust of the flesh. All right. So look, verse 15, it says, what then? So, so, so when, when people read that, they go, oh, I'm not under the law, but I'm under grace. But then he breaks it down because he knows people may try to flip it. He says, what then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? He said it again. God forbid. <laughs> he says, know ye not that to whom ye yield your, your, yourselves servants to obey, his servant are, ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. He's like, nah, man, you don't want to serve sin, right? So he's trying to help us in processing through this, you know, because sin is separation from God is a transgression of the law. It's leaving the boundaries of protection of communion with God, leaving the boundaries of protection in our communion with him. And it's punishable by death. You take a, uh, take, we always, we said this to the youth on, um, on a Saturday, you know, you take a fish out of water. It dies. Take a tree out of the ground. It dies. Take man out of God. Right? So, you, you know, you, you, you can't stay disconnected from, from, from your life-sustaining source too long before eventually it manifests in your death. Now, we are spirits, so, so us staying connected to God, our spirit stays alive. Us separating from God actually facilitates in spiritual death. Uh, 1 John 3. Let's go to 1 John 3. So, you know, again, again, I actually, you know, and my wife is this way, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are, and we just love people, man. And, and in loving people, we don't, you know, the Bible says God is meant for no man to perish. He doesn't want no one to perish. We don't want nobody to perish. Like, like it's a burden. You know, when you're around people, and, and you see people going through stuff, like you want to share uh, uh, something that could save their lives. But you don't want to, uh, this is good, you don't want to save your moment at the expense of their life. And this is what I mean by that, because like there's awkward moments like, where you could share the gospel, but it might not go over well. You know, uh, it's, 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 we did another teaching. It's called false peace. So, so, so I'm gonna do this false peace, so they'll like me in this moment, at the expense of their life. So, so my son was in a situation. He's out. He's this is years ago. He's 40, be 41 now. He's handling his business now. You know, my son. He's he's in Ohio. He goes to church on his own. He do, does his own thing. But you know, there was a time when when he was <laughs> he was bucking. And um, so, so, so he had to leave home, and so he's trying to come back home. And so, me and my wife had a conversation. I said, "Well, you know what? I'll, I'll do. I'll just pray about it." And so, and and what I said was, I said, "Well, bag, I can't help his situation at the expense of his life. As much as I wanted to to be the the guy you liked, I can't be one to be like at the expense of people's lives." You know, and, I, and I hope y'all see that like as a pastor man I, we lo- pastors, we love y'all, and so yes is stretching, yes is the truth, yes is like okay, you know so so I'll just use anybody, so I use jamal so okay, you're handling this, 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 you're handling this and you' handling more stuff than you ever ha- handled before then I come over to you go jamal like you know you're gonna have to take care of that right there you no know, the flesh is gonna be thinking, listen, man. Come on, man. Bang. Mr. Holy over here. You know, I mean, you know, give a, you, know, like, you know, give a dog a bone. Like, I mean, I'm doing better than I was doing before. Yeah, but God is not comparing Jamal to where he was before. You can't. Like, I, I couldn't, and I used me. I was destroying my life. I was destroying my life. Drugs, all types of stuff. And then so now I decide to live right, and I'm living more righter, if you want to call it that, than all the people I'm hanging out with, because I still, when I first start living for the Lord, I'm still playing ball, because I, you know, I had to play ball for the people that had the teams, you know, some of the people that had the teams weren't right, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right, so, so, but I, you know, I stopped getting high, I stopped doing stuff, so it, it, at first I was like, I felt like, hey, I'm you know, I'm positive, no 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 I don't smoke no more no 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 I don't drink no more no nah, no nah. yeah thank God I can still play basketball I probably, they probably would not even let me around them, right but God checked me one day he was like you walking around like you hung the moon because you're not doing what you wasn't supposed to be doing anyway so you created your own pecking order your own righteousness and basically what you did was it's, it's, it's almost like I dirty up this room. I dirtied it up. I clean half of it. It's halfway cleaner than it was bef- than it was before. So I go, Stella, you tripping? It it was filthy. Look at it now. It's halfway clean. <laughs> Who dirtied it up? I did. It was it wasn't supposed to be dirty at all. You understand what I'm saying? So 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 that's that's what's like. Well, I'm doing better than I was before. Listen. Do better than you was doing before. I'm not, I'm not, what we always say, take the next best step from where you are. That, as we're talking today, set some targets. Those, none of those principles change. Just don't stop to give yourself a trophy along the way. Like, like, like win a real championship. You know, don't just be creating your you know, participation trophy. You know, create your own championship. You know, like, you know. You know, go online, and you know, <laughs> you know, go to the trophy store, make up your own. Tr- yeah, walk around. Yeah, I got a trophy. Where'd you get that trophy? I mean, I won a championship, man. That's sweet, man. Who'd you play against? Some people. <laughs> Nobody. All right, so just, just, just keep that in mind. All right, keep that in mind. What did I say? First John three. First John three. Uh, Uh, verse 3. It says, And every man that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure, right? It says, Who, Whosoever committeth sin transgresses also the law, for sin is a transgression of the law, right? And, and it says, and, and ye know that he was manifested to take away our sins and in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth has not seen him neither known him. All right? So, so, so it's not sinneth, practi- habitually practices sin. So remember when we said, we ain't talking about sin slips, right? We talking about sin leaps or baptizing in sin, like premeditated sin. Yeah, you know, cause you got we'll do it's another it's another teachings out there on video. Sucker for sin, but you got omission. You got uh, what is it, babe? It's omission, sins of omission. You got sins of commission. Anyway, you got purpose sin. You got sin that that you're not even aware you're sinning, and then you got you know you're you being deceptive, right? So we'll we'll get into that. Maybe we'll get into that in this teaching. I'm not sure, but. We're not getting into it today. 1 Corinthians 6. And so God wants us to understand not for condemnation. He doesn't mind us being convicted because conviction is what makes people change and what keeps people um, living by faith, knowing that they need God to live out this life. You know what I'm saying? Because John fifteen five, apart from him, we can do nothing. But if I if, if 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 I don't understand, like if I think I came down to that altar and that's all I had to do, why would I have a rela- why would I be pressing for my relationship with God? Pressing for the market, the high calling, forgetting the things that are behind me, thirsting for him, thirsting to spend time with him, thirsting to fellowship. Why would I be diligent in his word? Why would I have to? Because I, I went to the altar. Whew, I'm good. I could just do whatever I want to do. Something's not right for us to even be thinking that. Something's off for us to think that God would give his only begotten son to die for our sins. Die! I mean, a guy had came up with the plan. It could have been like, you know, he, he showed up and he, you know, because he has a cattle on a thousand <laughs> he showed up with, with 700 uh, uh, cattle to atone for our sins. <laughs> no, he died. He died for us. So something has to be in our mind for us to say somebody's gonna give their life for me, and my re, re, in return, I'm just chilling. I'm not gonna see, see, see. I watch, I watch a lot of movies, but um, but I, I recognize how when someone has has saved someone's life, they feel indebted to them. In a lot of cultures, it's like, listen, I'm your servant for the rest of your life. No, 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 you're good, man. Listen, man, I'm not going to just let you die. Yeah, I'm your servant. I'm indebted to you. You saved my life. So now, in a lot of cultures, I'm your servant. God's just saying, hey, I just need you to be indebted to live the life that I designed you to live, which will be fulfilling because that's what your purpose to do. That's all God is saying, like, I just need you to live the life and you can't live it being conformed to the word. You have to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You have to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Ephesians 4.23. Like, you got to be renewed and you got to now harmonize to your design, not just doing what you can do. Because that's why we still be thirsty, doing what you're designed to do. Now, I don't know. Now you got to get with the designer change into his image day by day. It says, you are looking." second Corinthians three eighteen. It says, I'm looking in this word and it's like a, a mirror and I'm, I'm changing to his image day by day. So every time I peel off some word, I'm, I'm actually peeling off a layer of, of blindness of who I am and what I'm purposed to do. And then when I peel off some more word, I'm peeling off another layer of some blindness of what I'm purposed to do. And when I peel off more word, I'm peeling off another layer. Eventually I'll see face to face that's what the scripture is saying but I can't do it if I if I justify my sin excuse my sin Uh, 1st Corinthians 6 9 it says know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit possess the kingdom of God it says be not deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor infiniment It says, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, selfish, nor drunkards, nor revilers, partiers, nor extortioners. You know, it says, shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. This this is assuming you ain't even wrong like that such were some of you but you are washed but ye are sanctified but ye are justified in the name of the lord jesus by the spirit of our god which we've been talking about on sunday so this scripture is almost like i know y'all ain't rolling like that he you know paul does a lot of a matter of fact well i know y'all y'all ain't doing that (laughs) you know what i'm saying right well see this saying that they can't possess the kingdom of god second peter I just want to give you these scriptures. I know I ain't going to give you all the scriptures. But uh 2nd Peter tons like hundreds of hundreds of scriptures and people take one scripture and create a doctrine. Uh 2nd Peter. It's amazing. And I don't think everybody I don't think everybody's trying to be deceptive. I just think listen, how are you? It's hard to study, isn't it? Like I mean, I'm talking about spiritual study. Well, it's hard to natural study for some of y'all. But I'm just saying spiritual study. It's like because your flesh don't want to do it. You 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 start getting in the word, your flesh be like, listen, man, that's about enough right now. And then it and then if you start getting in the word and you hit a pocket, me and my wife talk about this, you know, we just go through research on how to study. You start hitting a pocket, you be like, oh my God. Where does it end? <laughs> Like, and then you, you know, then there's a part of you be like, man, that's enough, man. You know, I mean, it's more than I knew before, but you still didn't get really like the answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you don't have the full answer, but you're like, well, that's pretty much the answer. Close to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so, (laughs) (laughs) so think of how you're like this. Now, some of these people out here that, that weren't sent out, you know, because the Bible says, uh, how can they preach except they be sent Romans 10 so some people that wasn't sent everybody wasn't sent just because somebody uh, has a, a a large population stuff like that or, or a small population just because they have a church doesn't mean they were sent but I tell you what if they're not sent man they, they, it's, I'm sent and I gotta press to get the truth because y'all gonna ask all the questions <laughs> I gotta have answers <laughs> you know what I'm saying because I you know well, I had the answers to be like, I don't know if I should believe that, Pastor. Right? So I got to press. So imagine if I wasn't sent. I'm not pressing. I don't have the answers. I just, I just know how to get around the answers. Well, you know, and then since you don't know, <laughs> I can tell you anything. Right? Since you ain't searching the scriptures to see if it's so, I could like, as long as I... I, if I'm a good orator I can put a spin on it Right And you would be like That's deep man <laughs> Cause these days people are like poets Like they, they, they rap artists They rap artists in the pulpit They just sound Like it sounds sweet and then if they can sing Throw a little song behind it You would be like man man, Today was blessed man <laughs> You still ain't not get the truth though all right. So 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 again, some of the deception is not evil, it's lazy. That's all it is. Some of it is lazy. So I right, so second uh Peter two That's the second Peter two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So 2 Peter 2, and we'll start here at verse 7, and, and I don't want to. I, I really don't want to, but we'll end on this scripture. I have so much stuff for you, and then I, and there's some questions left out there. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's, that's why I be rushing sometimes because I be like, I don't want to leave you with too many questions because I be like, well, I don't know. And then if, you don't, if you're not, you don't press to get the answer next week, you'd be still out there with a void, but you can't get it all in one day. All right, so so uh, what did I say? 2 Peter 2, 7. It says, and delivered uh, just Lot, vexed with filthy conversation. That word conversation means manner of living, of the wicked. So 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 it's, it's, it's talking about how it's, the whole chapter is a warning against false teachers, but it's saying how Lot had to be delivered because he had got caught up with... <laughs> <laughs> you know, with them, uh, crazy folk. And he says he, he was, he got smothered with their way of living. That word conversation means manner of living, filthy manner of living of the wicked, the twisted. Remember as in verse eight, it says for, for that righteous man dwelleth among them in in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. You know what that scripture saying? He was around them so much, or when you're around unrighteous people so much, and you see and hear, goes into your eye gate and your ear gate, you start getting vexed by what they're doing. You start having arguments in your house because you've been around it. Under the guise of, we've been cool for 20 years. You're 20 years, you've been vexed. And then uh, 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 evil communications uh, corrupt good manners is what the scripture says in First, uh, first Corinthians 15, right? It's, that's why First uh, Corinthians 6, says, 17 says, Come out from among them and be ye separate. Because what it's saying is, and again, it's talking about look, look, walk not in the counsel of the galley, nor stand in the way of sitting, nor sit in the sea of the scornful, which your delight shall be in the law of the Lord, and in the law should you meditate day and night. Then shall you make your way prosperous, and then shall you have good success. Uh, Psalm 1, 1 through 3, and I might have, uh, uh, with Joshua 1, I, 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 I mixed Joshua 1 at the end, but. But it does say, whatsoever you do, you shall prosper. That's what it is in, in, in Psalms 1, 1, through 3. So, so it says, walk not in the counsel of God, and nor stand in the way of sin, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but your delight shall be in the law of the Lord. Right? And, and in that law, you're supposed to meditate. You see what I'm saying? So w- w- what is it saying? It's saying if you uh, stand in the way of it's, it's, walk in the counsel of the ungodly, they got your ear. Stand in the way of the sinner. Now you're you're, you're standing with them. Now you sit in the seat of the scornful. You're relaxing with them. You're not going to delight in God's law. You're going to be delighting in their ungodly counsel. Their compromise. Right? And that's going to vex your soul. I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed to spend all my time with that. Uh, Let's go to. So I gave you. That was Psalm 1, 1 through 3. Right? it's, It's a parallel scripture. Lewis to Joshua 1, 8 all right. So, uh, verse nine, it says the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to, re- and to reserve the unjust, uh, unto the day of judgment to be punished. He knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation, but he also knows how to reserve the unjust to the day of judgment to be what punished. It says, but chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous, overconfident are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of uh, uh, dignities. This is whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not really accusation against them before the Lord. So even angels know better to just start backbiting and, and... and and questioning and putting folk down, even if they are wrong, angels even know better. It says but these as uh, natural root beasts made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of things that they understand not, speak evil of things they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they count it pleasure to riot in the daytime spots they are blemishes sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you it says having eyes full of adultery they cannot cease from sin beguiling beguiling or tricking unstable souls a heart they have exercised with covetous practices cursed children which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of uh, Balaam the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity. Um, the dumb donkey, speaking with his man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. The prophet just was rolling with his boy, not understanding that you're going against God. If you go study it out in over there, Numbers right it says uh it says these are wells without water clouds are carried with the tempest to whom uh the mist of darkness is reserved forever in the it says for when they speak great swelling words of vanity they are lured through lust of the flesh through much wantonness those that were clean escape that were clean escaped from them who live in error while they promise them liberty, they themselves are servants of corruption. It says for of whom a man whom a man is overcome, of the same he is brought in bondage. For if they for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome the latter end is worse of them than the beginning. The latter end is worse than the beginning. If, if you had got away and now you're going back in, it says for it, it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. This scripture says you, you got you, you got out. Why go back? Right? Why? And it says a lot of times we don't go back because we choose to because we're around the wrong people that's pulling us back. Just keep feeding you. Keep feeding you. Vex you enough. When you vexed enough, what, what happens? Man, just forget it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, man, just forget it. And that's what they hold. Keep the pressure on you. This is what we used to learn when I used to coach. We used to, we used to press people. Fine, if we stole the ball, fine. But we didn't really care if we stole the ball. We just want to break down that guard's mind to a point where when the game's on the line, he will be so tired of always having to get through our press and our pressure, he just, man, I'm just going to throw this ball anywhere. And now we rolling. <laughs> All we need is that window to win the game. That's what, that's, what, that's what the world's trying to do to you, trying to pressure you to compromise, to give up, to turn back. Um, uh to be weary and well doing. So then once they get you to once they get you to start to throw away uh what is it uh Esau, once they give you to throw away your birthright, they got you. All right, so that's all for today.